What I think needs to change is the inextricable link of casual with lack of respect Mm. and that assumption that, oh, well, this person wasn't very nice to me. Oh, well, you know, it's a casual relationship, so what do you expect? podcast Woo. Yes. excited yeah it's just us today just us you lucky things i know yeah i mean we haven't done a just us episode in a long time in like, like weeks five episodes yeah so it's like. exciting to be back just the two of us to discuss yeah. a juicy juicy Not that we topic don't love the uh added company you know, oh, they're amazing. And people to talk to. And they're they're so smart and I feel like we've learned so much from just speaking to people. Yes. But it's also just like just us today. So many, many, many more to come. Oh yeah. We've got a few exciting ones in the works, don't we? So Yeesh. stay tuned. <laughs> but yes. But uh, first first things first. But first um Me. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh Siobhan's birthday's very soon. I'm not gonna say exactly when, but it's very soon. That's yes. all you need to know. So get your lovely birthday messages in if you care that much. Hashtag Leo season. <laughs> so, yes, that's exciting. Good for you. Yeah, it'd be good, won't it? So that's always nice. Uh, yes. Being Australian born, my birthday is an August birthday and it is a winter birthday. And Which means it's only like 30 degrees. <laughs> no. no, I'm joking. It's but always been like 20. It's been most. really nice the last few years living in the UK and having a summer birthday. So yeah. it's like a quite, it's quite different. So that's, that's you know, kind of fun to have like a summer birthday. Yeah. However, at the moment, it has not been summer at well, all. It's been yeah. awful. Well, it I was has cold been today. Summer. It's been English summer, which is actually Well, last just year was rain. a bit better, really, wasn't it? But like this yeah. year, it's been not that good. It's a bit like 2021, which wasn't a great summer. I didn't fe- feel, but it's, you know. It's, it's odd. even numbers. Even numbers seem to just always have. I mean, remember 2020 when we were all locked down? Yeah, it was really Absolutely nice summer. gorgeous. Yeah, it was. Uh, but it may have felt even more gorgeous because we weren't allowed to go to out do and anything enjoy. else. <laughs> yeah, but, that's uh, true. But anyway, anyway, that's anyway, that. that's so the most happy British. Birthday. Got out of the way with uh, the end. Thank you. Um, <laughs> On to actually interesting matters because we'll just talk about the weather forever. That's extremely yes, British. That's the very British thing to do. Indeed, it's our speciality. Um, one quick thing, um, which I mean, we'll mention at the end anyway. We're now on trends. Trends? You mean threads? Threads. I keep calling it trends. Why do I keep doing that? We're on threads. We we do some. Uh, hopefully, we'll trend at some point when they get hashtags working on that thing. But uh, we're on threads. Yes, which we have been for a little while. We were like first, like you know, the first day when everyone else was on it, we're on it, and yeah, we just I mean, on the who really knows what's going to happen with it? But we're there, so we're there. You know, yeah. Um, follow us. You know, please do. Get in touch. Yeah, it's the same as our you Instagram. You can't DM on We're threads. So, yeah, but there's a lot of things you yeah, can't do. There's so much you can't do. It's but gonna, I, I think they're developing it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll get there. It'll get there. And so will we. Um, so, for the, the first proper item of the day of this, this fortnight um, is we're getting some lovely feedback. And yes, we've got feedback this week, which is exciting. Is so, exciting. yeah, yes. you want you want to read it, and then yeah, we yeah. So this is from Amy. Shout out to Amy. To listen to Amy, we've used her name with permission, just in, so you in, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in London, so she got we we mentioned 
we've we mentioned many times actually yeah. that uh the gay community historically is a very have sort of been the pioneers of polyamory in a way uh, and this isn't firsthand that this is through a conversation that amy had she said that uh, a friend of hers was f- actually feeling quite i guess alienated by other people in the gay community because they w- were monogamous like i knew that the, the the gay community was particularly non-monogamous but i didn't realize it was so like such a big thing that someone might even feel that you know a gay person that's actually fully monogamous and doesn't has no interest in exploring non-monogamy might actually be feeling sort of ostracized i guess well i mean it's hard for us to sort of editorialize what they're feeling or saying but i think the message sort of said really clearly that amy's had a discussion with a friend of hers that is gay and a married gay person who's in monogamous relationship and they have experienced maybe maybe just maybe they felt uncomfortable by people assuming that they are open to dating other people or they've had different reactions or like not very pleasant reactions from people when they say that they're not interested in dating other people or not open to it as a gay man. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really interesting thing. You know, it's, it's something that I'd not thought of before. And I'm really, really glad that she brought that to our attention and Mm -hmm. mentioned that to us. And that's just really, really helpful and and super important. So we just sort of wanted to mention it. Yeah. And yes. And yeah, big thanks to Amy for getting in touch with us about that because it, you know, it, sh- it goes to show that we have to be quite careful. I think w- we've always said on the podcast that we don't want to be preachy. We don't want to be pushy. It's, it's n- in by no means our intention. And I think that if, if gay or otherwise, like if you're if you're kind of shaming someone for not being open to dating people outside of your marriage or or maybe you have a pri- sort of primary relationship, nesting relationship, whatever you want to call it, you you shouldn't you shouldn't make people feel bad or or like less gay or less part of whatever their their identity is like it's just unfair so well i mean we've always said we're not here to convert anybody or make them be non-monogamous and in the same vein we're not trying to force anyone to be monogamous either a big aim on our show is just to talk about dating and relationships with a non-monogamous lens but so much of what we talk about is you know relates to all types of relationships and I think that this example that Amy wrote in to us you know indicates that you can't just put people in boxes that everyone's gonna have an individual and a unique experience and you know just not to assume you know absolutely not and I think that's just like a really interesting point that she's made and I'm really glad that she wrote in so thank you Yes. And, and I fully encourage, I encourage anyone else anyone yeah. else who has uh, critiques, uh, their own opinions that may be a, a bit different. Uh, they want to highlight something that we missed. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Please get, uh, get in touch and we can... Because um, ultimately we're not going to get a, a everything, are we? Like we're not going to be able to do every single experience, but it doesn't mm. mean that, you know, one of our biggest missions on the show was to add to the discourse and the discussion about the complexity of the non-monogamous experience. That's a big thing for us. And so 
that's exactly what we're doing. We're kind of adding those stories and, and adding to the complexity of that. So I'm really glad that she, she shared that. Big time. So thank you. Big time. Big time. Big time. I think that's all we really had yes. to chat about. A nice, simple, nice, simple intro. Intro today. We're yeah. going to dive straight into our topic, uh, which is. In fact, you know what? We're going to slide into it casually <laughs> because our topic today. It's, uh, well, it's it's what 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 does casual even mean? What does it even mean? And I mean, I had this idea for this topic a while ago, and uh, even before we launched, in fact, and it was because. So many of my friends, myself included, before we met, you were navigating this idea of people saying, oh, well, it's just casual. And, you know, you realize when you're sitting around a dinner table with your mates, everyone's got this idea, a different idea of what casual is, Mm. what constitutes casual, their experiences of it. And I feel like when you're doing non-monogamy and you're working out what types of relationships you could have with other people, it's a really interesting question. I think it's also something that as someone, as you know, as a non-monogamous couple, you get a lot of the assumption that you're just doing yeah, casual gonna, relationships gonna, yeah, that, yeah. and not anything else more serious. So I think it's a really interesting, yeah. r- wide-reaching topic. Well, so I'm excited to talk about it let's, today. Let's, let's go, let's start with the basics, right? With Let's just try and define casual. Definitions. Um, definition of the week. Um <laughs> You know, I was literally just about to say that. That's weird. Cute. On the same page. I was literally about to say, definition of the week. (laughs) But then I thought, no, better not. And then you're just like. And I just do it. Cute. Okay. I go rogue. So um, (laughs) casual, and this is uh, one of the dictionaries. I'm not sure which one. Uh, It's it's the Google one. Um, Cambridge, Oxford. Whichever one Google uses. um, Relax. Miriam Webster. Webster. I was going to say Webster. <laughs> um, now we've done d- naming all the dictionaries. Define casual. Relaxed and unconcerned. Um, not regular or permanent. Those Interesting. Are the, those are the two things that sort of come up uh, to that sort of um, effect. And when then you type in casual, ca- we've got n- casual dating. Casual dating. Uh, on Wikipedia, the, 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 the most reliable source of them all. <laughs> the fountain of knowledge that is Wikipedia. Right. So it says on Wikipedia, casual dating or casual relationship is a physical and emotional relationship between two people <laughs> lol, who have casual sex or near sexual relationship without necessarily demanding or expecting the additional commitments of a more formal romantic relationship what so i'm i'm still not really any closer to understanding i think it's really interesting in this really in this definition that they've got they highlight that it's both physical and emotional Mm. which is interesting because it doesn't and but then they also say that it's casual sex or near sexual and i just think what asexual people exist right so like there's going to be some casual relationships that might be really romantic that aren't sexual or just sexual and not romantic yeah so but that does say so that this definition says that it's both physical and emotional which is an interesting and also 
I had to laugh because it's between two people. And it's like, <laughs> no, Wikipedia. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a slightly frustrating so, uh, little it's an, Wikipedia definition. I think we'll find the whole point of this episode is because it's not that simple. Well, but yeah. that's just interesting so that that's I think, the definition. Yeah, that the, the point that you will start to, to realize that we're driving in, in this episode is that um, it's quite an abstract concept. Spoiler alert. It's quite an abstract concept. But when I was preparing for this episode, I did a little exercise I thought we, we could do together. Oh, this is news to So me. what words, <laughs> when you think about, someone says casual dating, like casual relationship, what, th- what ideas, concepts, words come to mind when someone says that to you? Because for me, when I was doing this just by myself, like, you know, for fun. <laughs> sure. I was... <laughs> you, you re, I, re, I was just like, what would I think of? And it's a really interesting way to see how you've been conditioned and the thoughts that come up because what the words that come up in the thoughts are not necessarily what I believe. But like I wrote some down of the yeah, ones yeah. that I sort of came up with as I was doing this. And they I've written down non-exclusive, sex-driven, lack of communication, in quotation marks, being chill. Um, being breezy. Yeah, being breezy. <laughs> Irregular contact. So those yeah. are the things that have come up that I have thought. But also I think I had come to expect by how I have been treated in quote unquote casual relationships in the past mm. where there's like not a lot of consistency. It's all about like sex. There's, you know, not really much discussion about are you going to see each other regularly? Are you going to make plans together? You know, it's more like you feel like you're being fit around someone else's life. They're not integrating you into it or making time for you. And so that's not necessarily true, but those are the things that came up for me. So I just, I wonder whether there's words or phrases or concepts that come up for you when you think casual. So this is the trap I fall into whenever I try and do these exercises is, is the purpose of the exercise for me to think of the word, like words that everyone would probably associate. Well, no, just what comes up or, with you, for you. For me. Yeah, because those are just what comes up for me. And yeah. as we'll find, like, I don't believe those words because we're not monogamous. So, but, like, but I don't it, think that it's, I don't think that casual is non-exclusive because we're not exclusive. And yeah. I would say we're pretty serious relationship. So, yeah. all of these things I don't think count anymore, but it's just, when you think that, what's the first couple of things that comes into your head? Like, we're going to obviously debunk that because none of the things I've just said are kind of are true, to, at least to me anymore. Well, the things that you said are the things that I like. I, I would expect people to think of, but but for me, because I've already kind of, especially in the last few uh, sort of days, have been peeling back the layers of mm-hmm. casual. Mm-hmm. Those words uh, have been somewhat affected by that. So, like poorly defined mm. um just that's the big one yeah poorly defined do you feel like as someone who was raised a male that casual relationships were encouraged on you or was there a culture at schools or or people that you relate like, spent time with growing up that as a male presenting someone who was raised as a male, was that an encouraged thing to do? Like, so you're wild oats, you know? I would say I don't probably know. I'm just yes. Yeah. That it, these are things that are encouraged in such a s- almost subliminal way. 
that you, you you don't even realize it's happening but i would probably say yes uh not just at school but through the media that we i mean it's considered sexy and cool and whatever in the research i've done for this episode i think something that's really clear to me is that there's like a sex divide between like people with penises and people with vaginas yeah. and people who were raised as men and raised as women. Mm-hmm. Like as I am a cisgender woman, but I was also raised as a woman and it was ne- like, there was never subliminally in culture among my friends when I was like growing up, there was never this encouragement of like, Oh, you don't have to be serious. Like just date as many dudes as you want or as people as you want, depending on what you were interested in. There was none of that. And so I just think that's really interesting Hmm. that there does seem to be like a sex divide between what people are Googling about casual relationships and like some of the Google terms that are like, what does a casual relationship mean for a man? What does, you know, and there's a lot of like women trying to sort out what casual means. And I think that's just really interesting. You know, the, the uh, stereotype is the whole like, you know, sort of, I guess, Joey Tribbiani type behavior. Absolutely, yeah. Where they, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, what's, what's it or called? Or Barney in um, How I Met Your Mother is another one of those. Bedham and Dedham, that's the one. Bedham and Dedham. But maybe not necessarily dead, that's more of a James Bond thing. But yeah, but like, where... Wild. Where it's like... You, you have a quick fling with someone or you have a really short-term thing and then you kind of just, you know, that's, I mean, it's not, that's purely unethical non-monogamy, right, in, in a sense. Absolutely. And what you said about being poorly defined is like key word that sort of comes up for you. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, I don't really know what I mean by that because, I mean, I guess in, in, its, <laughs> in the nature of, it, of itself is, it's poorly defined, so it's sort of. But but and I think as we we'll discuss later actually, on, actually, actually, I think it really comes down to poor communication. Yeah. That's mm. where that's why it's poorly defined. Not because, not because they want it to be, and not because of, not because it's supposed to be, but because pff, I guess these sorts of poorly defined relationships happen, maybe between people who or maybe a bit immature, emotionally immature, that can happen, or, or just haven't, aren't equipped with the communication tools. <laughs> and I wonder whether with casual and that sort of speaking to that definition or both of the definitions actually about not have, wanting the things that are related to like relationships, the responsibility of relationships, and also this relaxed and unconcerned sort of statements here, whether communication comes into it as like it's not relaxed, it's not unconcerned if you're communicating your needs in a relationship, if you're communicating your boundaries, if you're making agreements with another partner, I wonder whether that communication for some people is the responsibility of a relationship and they don't want that. And I think that's fundamentally Mm. a flawed way of being. But... I'm saying that because I wonder whether part of the reason for why there's poor communication is because this idea of relationships means you have to like, and when I say relationships, I'm talking about serious romantic relationships, like in the traditional sense. And I wonder whether people are like, oh, 
that's just that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, the second that you start to communicate properly is that's when in a lot of people's minds it, it switches on the You're serious too, switch. It's being too serious and that's what I mean about when I say being chill, like being the chill cool girl, yeah. like not having to, not being able to or feeling like you can mm. communicate and I think that non-monogamy does a really good job of dispelling that because yeah. in non-monogamy you have to communicate everything Regardless even if you are having a yeah. quote unquote casual relationship mm-hmm. you're still talking about your circumstances what you're looking for you're setting some boundaries if agreements are required you're taking the time to set those and talk about those and generally if you're doing it ethically you're respecting the other person and i I just wonder whether which comes first, like the lack of communication or this wide, potentially wider idea that you don't have to do it in casual relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as well, the thing that really strikes me is how a casual relationship, you're still hoping to get something out of a casual relationship, right? That like you're still hoping to get some kind of emotional, physical fulfillment, whatever you want to, however you want to say it. But how can you do that effectively if you aren't communicating? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense. It's like we're setting ourselves up for failure, right? Yeah. But um, I mean, I also really, I, I'm not a fan of the word casual because I think the word casual, as I said earlier, kind of um, implies a lack of, uh, I mean, what does it say? What does it say? A lack of... It's relaxed and unconcerned, which to me, like, how can you be unconcerned about anyone that you're having any type of relationship with? Like, it doesn't seem right. And I think that sometimes, you know, this comes into the... It's almost like treat it like an excuse uh, to treat someone like shit a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or without concern for them or their emotions, I think is to be... To use uh, that word. To be a bit more, yeah, to use the word that's actually Absolutely. in the definition. I, I agree completely. And I think it's just so like there's a lack of responsibility that I think people want to take on when they're in a quote-unquote casual relationship. And I think that when you are spending time with someone regularly, you're sleeping with them, like you're intimate with them, whether it's like like sexually with their bodies or intimate with them in a more romantic sense and there's not a sexual connection there I still think that you do have a responsibility for that person and that those emotions and I think that people find that hard work because it is because humans are complicated (laughs) and you've got to be in the right space for that and I think people are trying to find a way to not have that yeah. While also getting what they want out of the situation. And I, I don't, I think we're just setting ourselves up for failure. Like, I don't think that if you're going along that, that down that path, that you're going to, mostly, I feel like it probably won't end that well. And I'm obviously, there are people out there who have had meaningful, casual relationships. And we haven't really started talking about non monogamy yet, but we will because it's all rolled into it's all it. Rolled into <laughs> it. But I just think without that element of communication, yeah. uh, what are you going to, you know? So there's an article that I found on a website called Very Well Mind, which I don't really know about. I'm not really familiar with it. But this is an article they published in 2020, and it's about a study that was conducted. So I'm just going to kind of talk a little bit about it because they had some really interesting findings. So essentially, 
there's it's a study that is conducted by Canadian researchers Jocelyn Wentland and Elk Riesling. Riesling? Riesling? Where, where are these names? Sorry? They're just here. Oh. And Jocelyn Wentland. And, yeah. Elke Riesling. El- El- Elke Riesling. That's a German name for us. You should know it then. And <laughs> they basically, they ran a focus group with 23 participants in, I think it was 2014, and they were participants aged from 18 to 24. And basically they spoke to them about a range of different casual relationships because they were trying to find a definition a definition for what people call hooking up. Right. So they've come up with these four types of casual relationships. One, mm-hmm. one night stand. Mm-hmm. Two, booty call. Three, sex buddies. The, star, the study uses a more colloquial term for sex, so just sex, and mm. then four is friends with benefits. Okay, i got problems already. I'm still going. Oh, do you want to respond to that? I just want to respond to that. Okay. Uh, booty call, sex buddies, and friends with benefits. Now, as far as I'm concerned, sex buddies and friends with benefits are the same thing. No, I disagree. Well, I think that sex buddies can certainly fit under the friends with benefits because you still have to be a friend with someone to be a sex buddy. Yes, but that's the term that they were using. That's why I read that. The study uses more colloquial term for sex. So it's just, just I think that's the more sexual focused one mm-hmm. where well, you don't really have a friendship with them, but friends with benefits is where you're friends and you might have sex. Okay, what about booty call versus sex buddies? I don't know. That to me is basically... But I think a booty call is like with your sex person you might not like you might be more planned but for me booty call says like it's very mm-hmm. last minute are these the only four types of casual relationships there was the many different in there's like they had multiple iterations and subcategories in the yeah. study but this is like the four overarching terms that they came up with okay i'm yes. going to give them the benefit of the doubt for just in case they drop some other but so far, I'm not impressed. <laughs> the authors, this is, I'm reading now directly from the article. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. authors omitted casual dating because they wanted to explore relationship types that were not considered, quote, dating by the participants. Later research by the same authors with a larger group of subjects confirmed the definition of these four groups. Right. So they've tested the definition of those a couple of times okay. with different groups. And those are the four, apparently, I'm not saying I agree, I'm just conveying the research that I found in this article on the journal website Mm -hmm. that defines casual. And this is from about 10 years ago, so this could have changed. Right. They also found five, the same researchers found five different characteristics that influence each type of casual dating. So I think what they're saying here is these are the factors that influence how you're dating casually. There's five of them. Frequency of contact, type of contact, personal disclosure, discussion of relationship and friendship. So the frequency of contact, this characteristic differentiates one night stands from the three other kinds of relationships. A one night stand is by definition a single contact that goes no further. Yeah, makes sense. They say that the relationship in booty call, sex buddy or friendships with benefits becomes more repetitive type of contact some relationships are sex only and others are both sex and social so sex buddies and friends with benefits on the other um, share both sexual and social contact where 
one night stands and booty calls have only sexual relation, sexual contacts. And social contact means that people in the relationship see each other in non-sexual contexts. Personal disclosure is about sharing your feelings with each other. Discussion of relationship is not a characteristic exactly like personal disclosure, although according to the research, only friends with benefits discuss their relationship. The others don't really discuss or avoid discussing the type of relationship. And friendship, there are three different levels of friendship in casual relationships, none resultant and pre-existent. So they say that people who have one night stands and booty calls tend not to share a friendship. Sex bodies become friends. So resultant as in their relationship results in a friendship or can result in a friendship and friends with benefits. They were friends before it started. Right. So I think, okay, here's my thoughts on this. I think that for researchers to try and define this stuff, Mm -hmm. which is what they set out to do in the study is an incredibly difficult, if not impossible task. Yeah. Well, that's what I was. Because how do you do this? It is, how you can't and we say this a lot it's like talking about when we talk about our queer identities and putting us into boxes and things mm-hmm. ultimately someone <clears throat> human beings not everyone is going to fit neatly into boxes mm-hmm. and i think they've really tried their attempt to try and put these into boxes from a research perspective is really admirable because that's really hard to do and mm-hmm. ult- i think it's almost impossible to be able to do I that i think um I think it's I think it's foolish to try to be honest. <laughs> you think it's admirable. I think I think there's there's an, a level of uh, you know ad, ad, admirable ad, admirableness admirability ad, whatever the word is. There's a level that is admirable. But ultimately I think it especially especially with only 23 participants. That's a very Well that's the initial study. They then did do other focus groups after that. Okay. But I just think it's really hard. It's, I think it's impossible. I've said this before, but this is an example of what I said um, a couple of episodes ago, maybe now, where I said, maybe it was the last episode, doesn't matter, where I said that oversimplifying, like it's a case of complicating things more by oversimplifying into a into binary categories. Absolutely, you just can't do it. Between every binary category, there there's like an infinite number of decimal places that other people can fit on Mm -hmm. that your study will always fail to account for like it's just not going to happen yeah there's no point it's better to just sort of have an open discussion about this sort of thing kind of like what we're doing now but even we today on this podcast will will only begin to scratch the surface on what even casual dating is casual dating this seemingly complete completely easy thing easy thing which it just isn't easy or always there are regularly complications so uh, great yeah it makes for an interest sort of semi-interesting read i think it's interesting okay that's why i said semi-interesting because you think it's interesting i think it's foolish (laughs) but (laughs) but the point being like it it's a huge spectrum and we need to stop sort of making everything binary i think hasn't worked very well for us so far what's really important to your point about binary thinking and categories i I love that you touched on that because Mm. i think ultimately when people are approaching a casual relationship they're thinking great this is going to be simple it's going to be easy it's going to be carefree and fun Mm -hmm. but ultimately i think 
and in the research it says this too, that casual relationships are often more complicated than people think. Absolutely. And that is because the minute that there is a person involved, and I think this includes the relationship with yourself, things get complicated because there's a living thing that's evolving and changing constantly. So approaching casual relationships with the idea that it's probably going to get complicated at some point or it's more complicated than what you've been told is a really good way to go because, well, what are you going to do? It's going to get complicated at some point. There's going to be another human being, your own self. like. And then you throw in, you throw into the mix the, uh, the, the fact that like if it's casual, then that, that kind of implies it's not going to be lasting forever. And then that throws in the emotion of like, well, when is it going to end? And there's always going to be this kind of like almost like preemptive defeat for lack of a better term. Because obviously if the relationship ends, it's not a defeat. It could just be that that relationship is run its course. Mm-hmm. But in a ca- when, you, when you're defining something as casual, you're basically saying this has an expiry date already Mm -hmm. which i don't think you should ever say that i think you should approach each relationship no matter what they are with the idea that okay well this relationship we have both both parties have something to gain or all parties have something to gain from this relationship we and we'll we'll let it run whether that's forever whether it's a few weeks whether it's years it doesn't matter and this is where I really start to have a problem with like the whole casual dating thing. But this is obviously from through my non-monogamous, polyamorous-oriented ori- mindset. So I will ask you. Go. How do you feel? Really good, thanks. What? Yeah, in general, how do you feel? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't finished, sorry. <laughs> when, how do you feel when someone assumes as a non-monogamous person that you're only having casual relationships outside of our relationship. Like, do you take issue with that or not? I think because I haven't, uh, to be honest, I actually haven't been asked that at all yet. Uh, I do get asked on dates, particularly if it's with someone who maybe is new to non-monogamy or, uh, I mean, everyone knows that I, when I go on a date, like always, it's 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 always known that I'm non-monogamous, right? So they always know, and if they're coming on a date with me, then they know what the, they you know they may have they may have some preconceived ideas about what what that means, you know, what our what our relationship might end up being, but because I'm and I'm saying this because. The only questions I've ever had are from people who I have been dating. Otherwise, I don't really talk about it. There's a there's a small group of friends that I've openly talked about it with, and they've all been really great. I've never really been had asked those questions. I've never had those yeah. questions asked to me. So it's difficult for me to really definitively say how mm-hmm. it makes me feel. But it's 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 one of those things where it's like, well, I don't necessarily blame the people for assuming that because that's conditioning that's that's you know they've been taught to think that way through film media all forms of media through school through whatever so it, yeah sure it can be annoying it's an annoying sort of little thing and i hope one day that that gets break, broken down and, and and we no longer have to have that conversation but 
for the time being i can i can cope i suppose <laughs> i can cope with the with the assumption but i i can imagine it's it's going to get pretty you know grinding after a well, while and i think the reason i ask you that is because a lot of people have had that have that assumption or have asked i said to me oh well you know you're just doing casual stuff right which yeah. is like well, what does that mean you know we could like that's what this, the answer is this whole yeah. episode what do you mean by that <laughs> however i think the reason that people think that is because a lot of people have done this quote unquote casual thing where they're dating multiple people at once yeah. and so this is part of a person's dating experience but critically it's also part of their life when they're actually practicing non-monogamy without realizing it and so because they're usually doing this before they quote unquote settle down it's i think it's culturally assumed sometimes that that's the only purpose that non-monogamy serves because they like yeah. so they see us doing dating and you know we have and I, when people ask me oh so you're just looking for casual or mm-hmm. i say no we have relationships with people and mm-hmm. that is a particularly vague answer for a reason because I don't need to define what type of relationship I'm going to have with people because I don't know till I've met someone yeah. and what our connection is like. Well, but yeah. when I say that to people, no, we have relationships with people, mm-hmm. that to them it, I think is very much, oh, so it is more serious than I thought. But it also is a really, really good way of saying, no, no, we have relationships with people that indicates we're serious about meeting people and having relationships it's not just a fun casual thing and i will say that that's not to say that if you are someone who does just have fun casual sex or whatever outside of your relationship and that's your form of non-monogamy live your truth like that is there's nothing wrong with that either it's just interesting how that one style of non-monogamy is the assumption when you tell someone that you're not monogamous so i think that's quite interesting absolutely well i mean uh, what i would like to say to that is I currently have three other partners outside of us. And all three of them are completely different. Mm -hmm. They are almost incomparable. And many people could look, would look at them. And maybe if I, you know, was other minded, um, I would also I describe them all as casual, but I, but I honestly don't really th- think they are. Like, if 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 you miss this is a good question. If you miss someone, right? Which I've I've felt for of course some of these people. All, yes. All three of them. <laughs> yeah, good. I'm glad to hear <laughs> it. It's not single anyway. No, I'm joking. Um, I've yeah I felt that. Um, it, does that mean that they're not casual? Are you being a non? Is that non-concerned? Is that exactly? Is it? Is it? Is it? How is? And the other thing is, well, it's not permanent. We don't know that about I, these I relationships. Yeah. They could be a permanent thing in your life. Yeah. Who knows? I you don't. Know? I'm not. Like I say, I don't. I never look at a relationship as this isn't going to last forever. Yeah. Because I, I don't. I can't tell you. I don't know if I'm going to sort of grow in a way that's compatible with those other people or whatever you know or like me as well you don't know that like we're very serious about each other we love each other very much we have a great life together but you just don't know that well you came over from australia just before the pandemic and you had no intention of finding someone that you would be with forever and yet 
here we are sort of recording planning. a podcast by accident yeah exactly. my whole experience in the uk is completely by accident yeah so i yeah. my point is we were both quote unquote out there casually dating not looking for anything not serious. looking for anything yeah. serious and then we found it so what i i just think that maybe i'm once again not here to tell people what to do but i just think that in from my own experience people could gain a lot from just dropping the word casual from their vocab when it comes to dating and just rolling with it and seeing where it goes yeah and i think expanding the definition of how we see relationships yeah. and and i think opening our relationship really taught me this about what is an what is the most authentic expression of your connection and I realized through opening our relationship that that is the most authentic expression of our love. Mm -hmm. And so now when I approach new partners and getting to know new people, because I've learned that in my own personal experience, I certainly think to myself, what is the most authentic expression of this relationship that I'm yeah. having with this person? Are they my friend? Are they somewhere in between? Are they just a sexual partner? Are they, are we emotionally connected um, do we have a bit of sex as well? Mm -hmm. And trying to work that out rather than all of the other structural things yeah. has been really transformative for me actually in terms yeah. of how I'm approaching dating. So that's a big learning that I have had yeah. and just reframing what relationship means in your head. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, in, in, in respect to what I was just saying about mm -hmm. whether or not people should drop vocabulary from their, yeah. you know, I think I feel like that's a good question. Should casual be removed or replaced? Maybe is better from from like relationship vocabulary. Do you think that that would be a, like? I mean, obviously, it's not going to happen. Like, we're just sort of hypothetically talking here. But do you think that the the dating world would be a better place without that word being used, and maybe something else is being used in place of it? Well, not, not an easy question. I've right. recently heard a lot of people use the word situationship, which is, yeah. I think, speaks to that where it's it's yeah. very much this is a situation with this person. But I think what needs to change is not necessarily omitting the word casual completely. What I think needs to change is the inextricable link of casual with lack of respect mm. and that assumption that, oh, well, this person wasn't very nice to me oh, well, you know, it's a casual relationship. So what do you expect? Yeah. Like when you sign up to have a casual, quote unquote, casual connection with someone, you are not signing up to be treated without respect. Mm -hmm. You are not signing up to be treated poorly in any way. You're not signing up to have your boundaries violated. You're not signing up to being someone's, to, you know, a, if you don't want to be someone's booty call, if you, you're not signing up for that. So by, I think that we need to reframe the association that we have with the phrase casual dating with this dismissive sort of lack of responsibility that people seem to have. It's crazy to me because it's like, well, you you would never do that outside of dating. You would never treat another human being with that sort of disdain or just just lack of respect outside of dating. Why do people do it in dating? But also, it just reminds me, did you not have a sort of simple, someone made a comment on a date not too long ago mm -hmm. yes. that made you basically say, nah, bye. Yeah, I had went on a date. You know, in this vein. Maybe. Yeah, it was like, oh, probably a month or so ago now. Yeah. And I went on a date, this one date with this guy who I'd been chatting with for a while, actually. I was really excited to meet him. And the date itself was 
like fine. He's a nice person. I'm a nice person. We had a lovely discussion. Um, but I, I think oh, both of us, well, there isn't a connection that either of us are necessarily looking for here. So we haven't seen each other again. But towards the end of the day, because it took us a very long time to work out a time to meet up. I mean, you know, it's London. Everyone's busy. We're very important. We've got stuff to do. We're non-monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> the Google calendars are full. Yeah. Um. So we took, I think we were probably chatting, you know, sporadically for about two months and then we finally met up and towards the end of the date he said to me something like it's been really great to meet you it's nice that we could kind of meet up I said yeah it's really nice that we finally got to do this after all this time and he said oh yeah and you know also because it's like not a monogamous connection like there was no rush because like it's not going to be anything real something like that I can't remember the exact words it was a little while ago but Blows my mind. I just was, I just was like, okay. That people can think uh, that way. And it's not that he might not be monogamous, non-monogamous, and he might be still learning about that, and isn't necessarily. He said to me he was really keen to explore non-monogamy, but we're all at different parts in our evolution, and I can meet people where they're at, but I can also say, I, I don't need to hang around for this part of your evolution. Like, mm. I think you need to go away and, and work out why that's not necessarily uh, something that's maybe not appropriate to say to people. Yeah. But for me, that was just a really helpful signal for me to go, you know what? This person isn't I, I'm not actually <laughs> going to be just cause I'm not going to be monogamous with you and quote unquote serious with you. Like I could get serious with him. He just doesn't realize that yet. So, so yeah, that's, that was quite interesting. Um, yeah. Interaction. Yeah. But as you said, in other areas of life, we don't actually find excuses to be this super dismissive. So yeah. it's it's a really interesting case. And I think a lot of my friends that have had anecdotal evidence from them and also my own experiences, and I'd be interested to hear about your experience as well as someone who looks like a man and has been mm. raised as a man, but certainly from a, like a cisgender female perspective, I've absolutely had situations where I've had and that was back when I thought I was straight, guys. So I was dating only men and I certainly had situations where I was trying to find a little bit more understanding about what this relationship entailed and what this guy was looking for. Obviously, because I was trying not to get hurt, I was trying to frame my expectations and I was sometimes low-key and sometimes explicitly sort of shamed for why are you being so uptight about this? Why are you asking all these questions? Like, I'm just here to have fun. I've already told you that. And I don't think that the questions I was asking, like, hey, what are you looking for? Like, are you looking for a girlfriend or you just want it to be casual? Weren't actually that crazy. Absolutely not. Um, but then you get shamed for asking those questions as a woman because I think there is a cultural idea that women want to lock down everything and, you know, like, you know, and put it make and make a man have their babies in the end, and I really felt that. But I wonder yeah. whether you've had that experience, or whether you've had an opposite experience. Just interesting. No. <laughs> but you, you haven't had the experience I've had, or you no. haven't had the opposite experience. Uh, no, no. So <laughs> it's it's just. It's not. It's not ringing any bells. Like, I don't think either or have happened. Has happened. Uh, I think. It's. I don't know. I really. It's. It's a real. 
question mark that I need to kind of go away and have a think about it and then come back. But isn't it interesting that you're not sure and I have very oh, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. explicit memories of these things. Well, that's the point of this exactly. whole in- it's exchange, It's really interesting, right? like, isn't it? It's a point very, yeah. very well made and um, yeah. Um, I think... I just want to end on... Well, I yeah, I, I I have a I have a good idea for an ending, but you can go. I would first. just want to say what like <laughs> what the underlying like the message of this. Oh yeah, that is literally what I okay. was going to say. I think uh, what let, let's just recap here. So, so I th- I feel like the overarching point here has been that casual is not this or that or four different things as was so crudely displayed (laughs) in that study it's not even eight different things or 16 different things it's a spectrum of 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 relationship and i think when you're using the word casual to describe your relationship well you know whatever whether it's one relationship or several when you're using that word, you are using what is effectively the dating equivalent of the term queer. It's very, so you mean it's very sort of broad? Very broad. Yeah. It could mean literally a million different a things. A lot of different Have you seen things how many letters there are fit in into the acronym it. now? Yeah. Like the whole point is that it, it's just so wide spanning and it's a spectrum. And I think that we should learn to be a bit more specific. Maybe. Not in the queer community, guys. Like, do what you want to do, but in the dating world. <laughs> and I think I mean. when you say specific, what I think that means, and for me, what that means, and a lot of the advice in many, many hundreds of articles around this on the internet is the advice is to communicate. communicate. <laughs> yes. I knew you were going to say that. Is because we communicate. Is to is to communicate what you're looking for, have discussions early on, regardless of what form it's taking. If you want to have a meaningful relationship, however serious or not serious or beyond or between those two binaries, it is. Make it clear what you're looking for and ask the other person what they're looking for too. And communicate what is your boundaries and as we have discussed before and we're in the public discourse at the moment, a boundary is something that you set for yourself, not for another person. Yes. So sorry to <laughs> mansplain that, but I'm just making it clear that I also know what that means. <laughs> but you're not mansplaining. It's just you like know what you're talking so about. setting for something <laughs> Thanks, <babe. laughs> setting a boundary about what you want to do and what you're gonna stick to. If there are it comes a time when you need to create an agreement with somebody. We agree that we're going to see each other once a week. We agree that we're going to have safer sex. We agree that on Wednesdays we're going to watch a movie. Great. But communicating those really early on, setting up some boundaries for yourself early on so that you are operating mindfully. And I think that piece of communication is especially important when you are non-monogamous because chances are you're going to be in other relationships. So you do, or you might be a part of a polycule. And in both those situations, you really have to consider what it's going to be like dating someone else, allowing someone into your life that could ultimately impact other relationships that you're having 
impact people in your polycule. So you have to date really mindfully and be really clear about those things. That's something that Rich and I have to do um, when we meet someone else. that you should do. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what I think ultimately is defining what your own version of casual is. Just like when you are non-monogamous, you define what your own version of non-monogamy is. So I think a lot of the skills that our non-monogamous listeners would already have and a lot of the skills that I think I can speak for us both have developed since opening our relationship are really handy when you're meeting someone and trying to work out what that relationship might look like. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, that's the, that's the way to handle the many, 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 many multitudes of casual stuff not just casual though everything you just said applies to literally every relationship. relationships yeah so uh a casual ultimately a casual relationship is still a relationship and therefore you should treat it as such with everything else love it soundbite <laughs> rich is now pitching to me the sound bites i start the episode with he's like that'll be a good yeah, one that's the tile that's that's an instagram tile <laughs> and so is that <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, did we do it? Yes, to steal Gaish's thing, we did it. <laughs> I think we did it. We did do it. Um, so go us. We did that one. That was great. But um, yes. so uh, some good news and bad news. The good, the bad news. We'll start with the bad news. The bad news is that we <laughs> we don't really have a game this week. To be honest, we don't have a, a polypop culture or a question of the week or, or whatever. Um, I think we've also probably talked for long enough. Yeah, we have actually talked for quite some time. But um, so we're going to do a bit of a survey on the old Instagram. and um, I might do it on Twitter. Okay, and on and maybe on Twitter. Twitter. Um, AKA X, but we're going to call it Twitter. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, we want to do a survey. We're going to ask you. Rather than the word casual to describe a quote unquote casual. Which you were so you so vehemently against. Yes. I <laughs> want to destroy it. Um that's that's exactly why we're doing this. We're gonna try and destroy it. We're gonna cast it out from popular culture. So it is a bit of a polypop culture when you think about it. But um <laughs> 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 Yes. Made that work. Um no, we're we're we wanna know what other words you would use other than casual. Like what's a better word to use? Given that we've kind of established that, in, you know, in this episode, that we've established that casual kind of means not really caring that much. So and it, yeah, it's got some unfortunate, maybe slightly maybe, frustrating yeah, connotations. connotations. Yeah. So yeah. so we'll put that up in the next. So keep an eye out in the next couple of days. We will put that up and, and vote, vote, you, vote, vote, vote. And well, well, you just type in, type in the word and. Oh yeah, type, 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 type. No, don't vote because I'm not going to give you any options. So don't just. Wait around to vote. Yeah, Uh, yeah, and then we'll share some. We'll share some and maybe we'll share that at the top of the next episode or we'll just, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be interesting to hear what people think, I think. So we'll we'll see you then. We'll see you on the the gram, on the Twitter. On the Twitter. On on that note. Well, yes, thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) Uh, You can always subscribe to us. Please do it. It really helps with people being able to find the pod and we've got a lot of new listeners recently. So it'd be really good if you could continue to help us boost that for them. You can also rate and review, which is super helpful. A couple of people have, Oh, a number of people have done it actually, but continue to keep those ratings coming in. uh, The the ratio is way off though, guys. 
and we need we need we need you to help us out and rate us. Yeah, so more. please rate us, please review us. Again, that makes it easier for people to find the show. Yes. You can also find us on social media as we've literally been talking about in the last segment of this episode. But we are at Polly underscore podcast on Instagram. Threads. Not trends. Not trends. Threads. Threads. And <laughs> Twitter. Uh, you can also find us at our website, the-poly-podcast.captivate.fm. And, of course, you can email us your thoughts, feelings, feedback, other words that you would use that's not casual. Cool re- recipes for cookies. Yes, Anything. definitely. Anything that, Travel you know, advice. Yeah. You know, best polyamorous bars. Top ten, top 10 movie. In fact, no, you can email us your Star Wars film ratings. We'd like, be what okay order, with that. What order should you watch them in? You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Anything. Where do you put tomato sauce? You know, in the fridge or in the pantry? Let us know. Does pineapple belong on pizza? <laughs> that age-old question that I'm pretty sure World War Three will ultimately be about. You can send us all that and much, much more at podcastthepolly at gmail.com. That's all from That's us. It. See you next time. See you next time, everybody. Bye. Yeah, okay. Bye.